right, welcome back to another episode of Fast Break Live NBA Podcast. The first ever video recording of the podcast. Shout out Zoom. Everybody's been using it for school lately, but we're using it for a podcast, so. Um, this week we got Kev. Kev, say what's up. Good morning. Good night. Good afternoon. And we got Rico. Say what's up. Yo, what's good, y'all? All right, so this week we're actually covering the topic of the 2008 Boston Celtics versus the 2008 Cleveland Cavaliers in the 2008 playoffs, Game 7. Um, before we start, though, um, Yahoo sources today say that the NBA is to launch a players-only NBA 2K tournament scheduled for Friday and will be broadcast on a major network, which we later found out is um, ESPN. So be interesting to see how that plays out. How you feeling about that? Definitely excited. About time. That Michael Jordan series. I mean, we, we got time to watch it because what better do we have to do? Facts. So, I mean, it's about time to release something nice. Hopefully, we get a Kobe 1 2 in due time. Oh, well, yeah. We get that too for a fact. But, um, I'm, I'm going to watch it though for sure. I, I, there's a lot of like parts of Michael Jordan life that we have not seen. So nah, nah bro, bro, bro. The 2K tournament. 2K tournament. A, yeah, it's gonna be on. It's gonna be on. It's gonna be on. It's gonna be on ESPN this Friday. Okay. See, now I'm bugging. I'm thinking we talk about Michael Jordan right now. Nah, but, Michael um, Jordan's for April 19th. Nah. Oh, you see, I'm I'm so excited for the Michael Jordan thing. My mind in a whole different place. But um, I'm not interested in the 2K tournament. I'm huh? playing. I'm weak. I'm, try- I'm trying to see some of them NBA players get cooked because you know most ball players aren't good at games. So you know I'm trying to see that. Now they they hate 2K this nah. year actually because like I saw a video from De'Aaron Fox like he was just pissed because like he threw the ball up court and it went straight out of bounds and he was like when do you ever see that in an NBA nah, game? Word. And it's facts because like in the NBA they don't just throw the ball straight out of bounds like it's not it's like facts. That. I mean, two K is nah, a bad I've game. Nah, I've seen it happen so. a few times. There's a lot of idiots out there. But it don't happen as often as two K like portrays it to happen. That's what I'm saying. Nah, it don't happen too much, bro. Maybe. I mean, bro, that's a whole other story though. Two K just a bad game overall. I'm seeing people doing spin dunks from the three point line. I didn't want to nah, get into that, bro. Nah, I'm not gonna lie. LeBron <laughs> did that, and LeBron did that when he's on Miami Heat. Let me stop. <laughs> but nah, they, they they be dragging it with certain stuff. That I'm not gonna lie. I won't call it a trash game because I play it. It's not the best game ever, though. It could be more realistic. Now, you could call it trash and say and still play it. That's what everybody does. I call it okay, trash so every yeah. day and still play it. I, I ain't going to call it super trash because they've definitely made it better over the years. Because I've, I've the trash is 2K is definitely not this one. I'll have to say, like, 2K. Um, 2K18 was pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but 2K18, yeah, 2K18 was horrible. Yeah. 2K18 is probably the worst 2K in a long time. So that's all you can make. Um... But I won't say the worst 2K. But the game is pretty, um, you could say, bad with certain mechanics they have to it. Even though I do like the work they put in when it comes to player forms and, you know, scanning them in the game. Like, there's a lot of hard work they got to do. Sure. They're going um, to they're gonna have at least one player from each team as a representative to play in the tournament. So I think it's going to be all 30 teams, and they're just going to have a player from each team. Okay, so that makes it more, a little bit more interesting. Yeah. So let's get into the game that we covered today. 
that we're going to cover today, at least. Um, so this series, I'm surprised. I'm not, not, I want to say I'm actually surprised that this became a seven-game series. But um, this Boston team faced, I mean, they just came off a tough seven-game series against Atlanta. And now they were going against LeBron in this series. So um, mm-hmm. this is that 2008 team that everybody doesn't like because they like to talk so much. You would have thought they, they, really, they, you, they really be chatting. You would have thought they would, they dominated their competition, but they came. They, they didn't. They didn't exactly. <laughs> First round against Atlanta, seven games. Second round against Cleveland, seven games. Like, bro, you can't that talk was. unless you was like sweeping teams or anything like that. Like, that's a fact, and I mean, I mean, I know there's been a lot of Paul Pierce slander. You know, I'm not going. Paul Pierce was nice in his time, but I'm not going to lie. Like, if LeBron had one more player that was like decent. They would have lost. <laughs> they would have lost. Yeah, really. he had it rough in this in this series, LeBron. We're gonna oh, talk man. about his stats later. So I I have here in my notes for like the first point of this before we get into like what happened in the game. Um, 2008 Celtics. They're one of those rare cases of a team coming together and winning it all in their first year together. Um, it doesn't happen that often. I mean, when you look at Miami when they first came together, they struggled. They lost their first championship together. Um. Cleveland with Kyrie and LeBron and Kevin Love. I mean, there were external reasons as to why they didn't win, like injuries and whatnot. And then um, what else? I don't want to say KD and the Warriors because KD just kind of like joined a team that was like pretty much assembled already. So I don't want to say he can't like he's another case of like a team coming together because the team was already basically together. They just added KD and KD was just like, all right, let me just. We just start pulling from wherever, just like y'all. So yeah. <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same case. Like this case was like Paul Pierce was already there. Then they made a trade for Kevin Garnett. Then they made a trade for um Ray Allen. Rajon Rondo and Perkins and Big Baby, they were all there. But then all the other pieces that they added onto the team were like free agent pieces and stuff like that. So it's one of those rare yeah. cases. That's true. I mean that team was pretty well put together though. Not yeah, too they bad, were. but they do talk too much of my liking though. Facts. They definitely talk too much, especially you think they swapped everybody they played or something. Word. And they, 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 they every series like went more than like five games. I know that for sure. I think the last series they played the Pistons and it went to game six, I think it was. But yeah. yeah. And that was the Pistons without, I think, Ben Wallace. They had lost like they, they weren't the same Pistons teams that won, that won in 04 and took the Spurs to seven in, in 2005. So. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I mean, they won the chip, so we can't really say too much. But word, <sighs> they just the way they behave. They like they swept everybody. Got their light cheese. Didn't struggle with some of the weaker teams. Like, so, like I don't think they should have went to Game Seven. With I mean, I don't know who's on our Hawks team. Actually, it was the Hawks yeah. team with Bibby, Joe Johnson, Al Horford, Josh Smith. Those guys. Okay, I think there was. I think there was a game where Joe Johnson was killing, killing. Them. Yeah, there was bugging. a game where Joe Johnson was bugging. I think it was Game Six, I believe it was. But yeah, hold mm. on. So maybe I don't know that that squad actually isn't too bad. It wasn't, but I don't think that Celtics team that was like sixty six and sixteen should have t- should have been took to Game Seven against them. But that's yeah, that's very true. Fifty six exactly. and sixteen is too too good of a record to be struggling with teams like that, but. I guess that's when the East was harder, so when he makes sense. All right, let me. 
Let Trident's long-lasting chew through. Trident, chew through. Like halfway, but like halfway. Probably can't hear me. You can hear me? I can hear you. It's just, God. bro, look, I put the audio to the lowest it could. Nah, not from your phone, bro. Put it from the YouTube thing itself. What, on my iPad? Yeah. What are you showing it from? Yeah, I'm, I'm using my iPad, so. No, I'm talking about, you can't, oh, wait. No it don't have that oh, option. You're right, you're right, you're right. I'm thinking, on, I'm thinking on your laptop, my phone, bro. Nah, right. yeah. I'm about to turn down my audio a little bit. Yeah. Like a, um, the volume on this. I'm not gonna use th- this this video for that much. I just want to show certain clips because. Go ahead, though, bro. But anyways, yeah. Um, Braun appears um slimmer and more toned down in this series. Um. Okay, younger. Yeah, younger. It's my every year for some reason. I don't, it's not steroids. He gets. <laughs> we don't know that, but um, nope. allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> but um, what you call it? Yeah, he, he gets he gets he gets awkward, and then he slims down again when he gets to Cleveland. So I don't know if it's something in the Cleveland water that's you know keeping him slim or whatever. But you know, it's because he always got to carry when he in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, keep that boy healthy, son. Cleveland, you said wear him out, son. As a workout over there. That's yeah, a he fact. He really carried that franchise on his back, though. Like literally, Cleveland is literally nothing without LeBron James. It's been nothing without LeBron James prior to LeBron James. And every time he leaves. Yeah, OD. Yeah, so we got um Celtics were um, Cavs were down early by like twelve. And they were down twelve a lot in like the first half or so. And LeBron just kept bringing them back, kept bringing them back, kept bringing them back. And it was like, yo, like I know he's like he's tired right now. Like he's pissed. Bro, I know. I know he was so mad, bro. Like, literally, bro, if, like, in the first half of the game, like, if LeBron wasn't scoring, no one was scoring. Like, literally, like, I was watching, I think the Cavs had, like, four for, like, the longest until, like, LeBron started. I mean, until the team started getting going overall, but it was just really bad out there. I mean, some people made shots, like, Dorante West occasionally, but. Facts. But, um, okay, so we got the Cavs. They're down 12. Shout out Tom Brady and Randy Moss. They were sitting courtside. So, you know, got to shout them out. Shout out to them. Some goats. Um, And then we got um, LeBron in the 2008 playoffs. Um, At home, he averaged 28.3 points per game and shot 42% from the field. And then on the road, he... Word. And then on the road, he scored 25.2 points per game, but shot 38% from the field. So not much efficiency from Braun. I mean, we've seen, as in, like, his later years, that he gets more and more efficient. Like, he shoots more, like, towards, like, 50% from the field and stuff like that. But Except for 2011, but um, continue. <laughs> Thanks. But, um, yeah, um, one thing I noticed about this game is that Ray Allen was just floating out there. Like, he, this was, like, a really bad Ray Allen game. Like, yeah. he was non-existent at all. Like, I see why Paul Pierce had to put up as much points as he did because, like, Ray Allen was just... Special. Yeah. And in the series, he was... um, He didn't show up that much either. He averaged 10.2 points per game in the series and shot 18% from three. So, that's just not good numbers at all from Ray Allen. And then... um, Especially the shooter he is. Facts. Okay. 
And then um, I feel like he's also the, the member of the big three that doesn't get held accountable as much. Like whenever like something went wrong with that team, it was either Paul Pierce or Kevin Garnett or Doc Rivers. Like it was never, yo, like Ray Allen didn't show up this time or nothing like that. Like I found that I found that interesting, like looking back and thinking about it. How y'all feel about that? Uh, I definitely agree because even when I was watching the game, I didn't even know Ray Allen was only averaging. He only averaged 10 points in that series. And like, honestly, I thought like overall from the big three, I didn't really know that KG was really carrying that much as he did. Like he was putting up like 20. Like that's kind of wild. I thought Ray Allen was at least good for 15, just off threes or something. But out of the big three, who was the oldest one? Was it KG? I think so. Yeah, KG yeah. came into the league, um, I think, the same time as Ray Allen, maybe, I believe. Yeah. Or no, he came in before Ray Allen, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I think he was the oldest, though, KG. Wow. Um, I didn't know he only averaged 10. He sounded like a lot like somebody we talked about last week, a.k.a. James Harden. <laughs> I mean, he averaged no 10 points, but Ray Allen missed a shoot 40% from three? For Facts. career averaging 10 points? That don't sound about right. I can't be the same Ray Allen who saved LeBron that year. Like, I don't know. That's, that's, <laughs> that's different. I didn't know that either, though. This, this is news to me right now. Nah, because I, was, I saw a graphic when the game first started. It was um, Paul Pierce. He was averaging in the regular season about 20 points per game. Playoffs, it dipped down to about 16. Kevin Garnett, 18 points per game, 19, close to around that in the regular season. But his numbers jumped in the playoffs to almost 21 points per game. Ray Allen took the mm. farthest dip down going from 17.4 points per game to all the way to 10.2 points per game in the playoffs. So he was not performing up to his peak abilities. Or D, and even Rondo, I'm not going to lie, Rondo had that Pat Bev game. He is out there with four points and four fouls. I'm not going <laughs> to let him slide for that. But we're going to Pat Bev game. I'm crying. <laughs> oh, D, though, he was Pat Bev before Pat I Bev. I was that Pat Bev body, though. <laughs> Oh, dude. Mad fouls for no reason. A black Air Forces. He had a black Air Force game. We won't call it a black Air Force game. <laughs> oh, dude. That boy was just scrapping out there, getting assists. I mean, that's what Rondo was known for back then, though. So he was never really known for scoring. He was known for doing the little things that mattered and passing, really, because it was probably one of the best passes ever. So I agree with that, though. I still think he's one of the best passes. And yeah. he got one of the top IQs to ever play. Could be bounded, too. Oh, yeah, definitely one of the best. Definitely probably the second best rebounder, rebounding point guard point guard next to Russell Westbrook. In the modern era, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. And Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd was definitely one of the better um, rebounding point guards as well. But Rondo was definitely on that level. And he was definitely, when it comes to triple doubles, he was up there. Facts. Um, so we got um, – I found this interesting during the broadcast. Um, Mike um, – Mark Jackson was uh, – um, there was actually an argument between Mark Jackson, Jeff Van Gundy, and Mike Breen about Paul Pierce. If he would get his number retired by the Celtics at, at that point. Because, like, he, Paul Pierce didn't have that much playoff success at the time. And this was the big mm-hmm. three just coming together for the first time. So it was very um, – it, uh, it was very questionable at the time if um, – Paul Pierce was gonna get his number retired, and Mark Mark Jackson was like, "I he thinks he do, he will," but Mike Breen was one of the people that was like, "No, nah, I don't think uh, he's he he didn't think it wasn't that he didn't think, but he wasn't sure mm-hmm. if um Paul Pierce would get his number retired." So, well, we see how that ended up. I mean, yeah, 
that's kind of disrespectful to Paul Pierce. But, I mean, he didn't have much playoff success, so that's kind of expected as well. Because they really don't give you the same honor when you don't go to the playoffs. Which is probably why some, a couple a couple good players in basketball won't have their number retired because they'll just be known for scoring. And, you know, I mean, Paul Pierce is a well-known scorer back then. So, Facts. I guess that's what matters at the time. That's what they were really focused on at the time, I guess. Um, so there was a lot of um Paul Pierce pick and roll. Let me see if I could find that footage actually. There was a lot of Paul Pierce pick and roll, and I found that interesting because at the time it it didn't seem like something that was um common at the time. Mm-hmm. He's actually playing it pretty well, not gonna lie. He's making yeah, great was, passes. And there was a point where man, I wish I could I could remember where it was in the broadcast. It might be around here. No, actually. But he is playing the pick and roll. It might be around here. I I'm pretty sure there's not a lot of dunks in, in this highlight highlight reel. <laughs> <laughs> now we now we gotta speak on that. <laughs> I think that's also a video we should review afterwards. Yeah, definitely. Nah. <laughs> any viewers who did not see such an animosity of basketball. Nah, the way Paul Pierce run up and dunk is hilarious, son. Man, really I've never stick seen, up his butt. I've yo. never seen an eight. Oh my god! I've never seen an eight-year-old walk like he's eighty-seven, bro. Oh, D. I did not know he was <laughs> like that. That boy had no legs, bro. Like, <laughs> kind of walked away. Yo. Nah. But let me see if I could, if I could find... They face the New Jersey Nets. But for Pierce, this is a game to show, as they were saying, uh, in terms of his Celtic legacy. In terms of him being one of the all-time Celtics, he needs to come up big and help... What happened? Go for screen. All right. All right, so we got right here, Paul Pierce in his 10th NBA season was the only Celtic remaining from before Danny Ainge took over. Um, sixth on the all-time Celtic scoring list. I mean, we see now that he's probably, like, maybe one or two. I don't have, like, it right in front of me, but he's probably, like, up there top three maybe at this if point. If he passed Larry Bird. Yeah. I'm not and sure then about the stats, though. He had the most games by a Celtic without winning a title, so. Damn, what a stat to make. That's That's, that's a pretty... That's a style we never want to hear. Like, imagine my business. Imagine coming home, money your business after a game. Like, yeah. So Paul Pierce has the most games played without you know any. Um, I'd be pretty upset. That's a fact. I'd be upset. That's a, ESPN would be making up stats. Like that stat was a legacy. Where would I see his father? That stat right there. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah, the stat for the last time you saw his father, bro. Like I was like, no way, bro. I never know ESPN missed stats for fathers, though, bro. Like, that's really crazy to me. I think it might be at halftime that they run over um, Paul Pierce's... Um... What series was it that he acted like he was injured? Was it this one? I think it was this year against um, the Celtics. I mean, against the I Lakers. He, he, he said he was panicking. He came out the locker room ready to play. Like, nothing happened to him. I don't know if he had to install some new robot legs or something. I don't know what it was. Nah, it no. was he had to um he had to poop. Yeah, he had to use the bathroom. Yeah, he had to use the bathroom. <laughs> I saw that. This is crazy. 
Yo, nah, I can't remember him for that because if I had to do that, I'd have to go too. I'm not gonna lie, I think Joel and B played with like <laughs> with the runs or something like that. But that's <laughs> I heard about something like that, so I don't know what they be eating before games. Bro, they gotta do better. <laughs> Shout out to YouTube and all these ads playing. All right, so let me get back to some analysis. Um, I'll get into the Paul Pierce pick and roll once they roll the clip. Hopefully they roll it. But um, Eddie House was a spark off the bench, but not just like not scoring wise, because I noticed he only had two points, but he brought a lot of energy coming off the bench. Like he was diving for loose balls a lot and he was getting chippy with like Delonte West and um some other people on the court, and he came up with, like, some defensive plays. So I thought, like, he really helped out um, the Celtics sustain their lead when it seemed like it was fizzling out when, like, LeBron started to make his push with his team. No. Um, Because even, like, even, uh, like, some other, like, they're, like, the bench players that that came in the game, they definitely kept that energy along with him. There was just, like, being real scrappy, like diving for loose balls, fighting for jump balls, and that definitely helped them down the stretch. Facts. Nice and Um, But I noticed that um, Ben Wallace was an offensive liability. Like, the Celtics just kept helping off of him and because they knew if he wasn't right under the basket, like, he wasn't really going to do anything. And I feel like ever since he left those Pistons teams, he really was, like, an ineffective player on offense. But, like, even his defense wasn't as well as it was on those Detroit Pistons teams. Because I think it was, like, the system that they ran in Detroit that was more beneficial to him. Like, when I saw him on the Cavs, when I saw him on the Cavs roster, I was like, I didn't even peep, like, he was on the court at some moments. Because it was just, He's like, a shadow. So. He's like, he's not, yeah, he's not the same. For real, like. Even I didn't even know Ben Wallace was on that team because he was it, he really wasn't a factor in that game. He was really just out there picking up fouls, KG snagging on him. Like you gotta do better than that. <laughs> That's a fact. I mean, once a liability, usually always a liability. And he was always just known for defense, so you can't be too upset. And that's how to I mean Doc Rivers is obviously one of the better coaches. So he yeah. would know how to play him, you know? And it's smart because that kept KG's workload really lower. And Kept them with more energy to kill them, basically. But I feel like even though he was he was like always just known for defense, it wasn't something that was highlighted as much when um, what you call it, when um, he was on the Pistons. Like when he was on the Pistons, it was like I right, he's the defensive anchor, but he's not going to be exposed on offense. So it wasn't like oh um, teams couldn't help off of him the way they were helping off of the way the Celtics were helping off of him and just like swarming to LeBron. Cause that's what I noticed a lot of like a lot of teammates were getting open looks because they were like, all right, we rather these teammates beat us than LeBron, but LeBron still got his at the end anyways. So. Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. Cause like the Celtics, they really just ran at LeBron. That's why they, that's why honestly, like the first half, you can even see it. Like, like, I mean, I, Right here, it just says, like, 40-50. But, I mean, earlier, like, first quarter, like, they were just, like, all over LeBron. And, like, everyone else was just shooting bricks. Yeah. And, like, really, they just had to, like, they really just sagged off of him. And they was just swarming all the perimeter shooters. And LeBron, his jump shot wasn't even that, like, secure back then. So, like, 
it really was. Yeah, look, look at the score here in the second, like 40 to 20, 28 right here in, in, in a game seven. But LeBron had to do it all. I'll be Bro. damned. <laughs> Bro, they were it was like scary out there. I remember like at a like his like his team was like one for thirteen and like <laughs> like that, come on. How do you expect to win a game like that? Word. They wasn't expecting to win in the first place, that's why. But yeah, here's a, here's a possession by um what you call it, Kevin Garnett on LeBron. James back out Zerbiak, shot clock down to three. Garnett lost, took it away. Here goes Garnett. Mm. Up for mm. the layup, and he's fouled. I noticed here that like Kevin Garnett was much more agile before that injury that kept him out of the 2009 playoffs. Like 2009 playoffs, Celtics were in there, but I don't think anybody remembers them. Everybody remembers like the Magic came out of the East that year. They played LeBron in the conference finals, all that. But like no one remembers that the Celtics played the Magic before I think the Cavs, and no one remembers that because Kevin Garnett wasn't there because he had a um I believe a knee injury. But like this is him before the knee injury, and I'm noticing like he's able to switch out onto LeBron, and then he switches out onto a, onto a guard, steals the ball away from him, and then drives in for a foul. Like this is like not peak Kevin Garnett, but this is still like he's still like able to compete at a high level defensively. That's him. I mean, that's him for his entire career, arguably. I think defense is one thing that sticks with you for your like entire career. I don't think you come into. I mean, obviously as you age, you're gonna get slower. Your defense might get worse, but otherwise, I don't think you won't come in and just lose your ability to play defense. Though, so, Word. but obviously, I mean, listen, he's been known for being a defensive anchor for his whole career. You gotta respect it. You can see it through through this series. You can see that too. Od. Definitely, he was just down there playing good defense. Like I said, snagging on, snagging, <laughs> snagging on Ben Wallace. <laughs> that was like a little cub down there. Od, and what shocked me though, Wally Serbia. I thought he was gonna be out there. He's getting some threes. He wasn't doing anything out there. He be chatting on the MSG broadcast, yo. Like you would have swore, like he was like some like all star and and whatnot. Like he was some. Like, That's how all of them talk. Even Ryan Hollins, who averaged like two points, talking about, oh, KD, this is not me, bro. Don't you dare put KD's name in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Nah, come on. As, as Wally, who for Wally Serviak to be getting ripped at the three point line by KG, <laughs> I feel like that's a problem, though. <laughs> <laughs> then again, it's KG. That's it true. It's KG, but like, but like, still. Like, come on. <laughs> Like Bron, Bron needs your help right now, bro. Oh, D. Literally. <laughs> all right, so at at halftime we got Paul Pierce leading leading all scorers with twenty six, and LeBron is right behind him with twenty three. And those are basically, I think, I don't want to say the only double figure scores at the time in the game, but I mean, there wasn't much else going on with everybody else because, like, this was just like this was like the Paul Pierce versus LeBron game because like. There was nothing they, else going on. They were really going at it, though. Like, nah, I mean, that, I, this was definitely a good series right here. Go ahead, Rico. Nah, yeah, because I remember the other day I saw the – I think Paul Pierce spoke out and he was like how he never backed down from LeBron and, like, all this other stuff. And some people were still in the comments flaming him because, you know, that's just the internet. But, like, he definitely – yeah. No, we know why because, you know, LeBron fans are the most toxic NBA fans. <laughs> now, over the – OD and like shit, like 
he like LeBron was cooking him, but at least he was getting his buckets too. So uh, I don't even like blame him for what happened. LeBron will get on regardless because that's his team. Like he sh- he he, he should have averaged like forty five on that team. Literally, he didn't do that until he got he faced the Warriors years later. But he did his thing. North at the end of the day. Yeah, honestly, I think like literally, if LeBron like on like certain clips in the games, like where LeBron was missing like a couple like uh like fadeaway jumpers and some leaners like those are shots like he's hitting now and i'm not gonna lie like if lebron had that like had that game together he probably would have he probably would have been able to beat them but you know he was just too young mm. facts and this Cavs team was just like not constructed that well either oh dear i mean none of them ever are but like still it's a fact. I don't know who the GM is in Cleveland, but he got to get it together because right now he got like three guards or something. Like bro, like, drafted three, and he like, drafted them at that. We're not even gonna talk about the Cavs, right? Like, <laughs> what is it? It's well, it's um, it's Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, and um, Kevin Porter, right? Yeah. You have then, three ball dominant guards. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> bro, and it's not even like he's like he got like they like download game together or nothing. Pause, but like it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> they'll like I don't know what they're doing right now like like whenever Le- it's like it's like for, I mean they had Kyrie for a little bit they're hoping to draft another Kyrie honestly it was like LeBron was there it was LeBron LeBron leaves they had Kyrie but still getting clapped LeBron comes back and then they're just trash again <laughs> alright here's, here's a key still I didn't even do this intentionally but this just happened to put see what I mean by the Celtics swarming him mm-hmm. like you got Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, um, Posey, Rondo, and Allen all surrounding him, and all you see is one other Cav in the picture. Like they were just, they were just on him, yo. They was on his body. <laughs> nah, bro. They was not trying, bro. They they did everything in their power to stop LeBron. Like where they were like, yo, if the Cavs are gonna win, they're gonna win with. Damon Jones and Zerbiak hitting shots because <laughs> I mean, LeBron is about not beating us. Is, why not, bro? You look at the rest of the roster, you read their names, and you just get confused, bro. Like, <laughs> you just really get confused, bro. Like, you don't know who's who's playing. You don't know what he could do. You don't know where he got drafted from. You don't know none of their histories. All you know is they play with LeBron, and that's what they're all, that's what they'll be relevant for. It's a fact. <laughs> Oh man, Pearl Braun. At the end of this, I want at the end of this um breakdown, I want to like what you call it. Compare 2008 Cavs versus 2018 Cavs because I feel like those are like two of the sorriest teams that LeBron has had, had to carry. That's a fact. <laughs> like, That's a fact. <laughs> I want to I I see the difference between the two teams because I feel like LeBron, LeBron had LeBron had Kevin Love right in 2018, but, like, we got to see the numbers of Kevin Love compared to the numbers of, like, another big on this Cleveland team. We got to look at that one team, too, the one that, um, the one he got swept in the finals, wasn't the it? The one the year before, 2007, yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> from 2007 to 2008, and there's one key difference. They traded um Gooden and Larry Hughes, and they got back Delonte West, Zerbiak, Joe Smith, and um Ben Wallace. It was a three-team deal. That's not that's not a horrible trade, but it isn't because like I forgot who else was in the trade. I'm actually about to look it up right now because I was looking. I was they mentioned it on the broadcast, and you know what's funny is that those four names are like the key guys in this Cavs lineup. So if they don't make that trade, like 
Like, Braun is going in there with a sorrier team than he already has, which is, like, crazy to me because this team was already bad enough. That's facts. And then you're telling me they had to make a trade to make it better? Slightly better at that. Slightly better. <laughs> I mean, you got, you got trash assets. You can't move them. Facts. So the trade was, okay, here's the trade from... From to Cleveland was um, Ben Wallace, Wally Zerbiak, Joe Smith, Delonte West, 2009 second round pick and a 1.7 mil trade exception. To Chicago, they sent Larry Hughes, Drew Gooden, um, Cedric Simmons, and Shannon Brown. And to Seattle, Seattle got Ira Newble, Daniel Marshall, and Adrian Griffin. You probably like, who the hell are these guys? See, this is what we were just talking about. You see? Bro, literally. <laughs> and what they're going to be known for is paying with LeBron, bro. Like Daniel Marshall, though, I think tied the three-point record for 12 three-pointers made in a game. But I don't know if it was with the Cavs or not. Guess what? He wouldn't go be known for that because he did it with LeBron. <laughs> now, I'm trying to peep when he it did so it. It's so crazy because that's a LeBron effect, though, like. Anyone he like, he did great other. Play- I'm not gonna say he did great other players, but like Loki, he does. And players never really get their credit when they do what they do. When they All right, so LeBron. it was with LeBron that he got that he did. No, no, it wasn't actually. It was with Toronto that he got. He made um, he made um the twelve three pointers. But that record is gone now. It got eclipsed by um Curry and then Thompson. So like twice. So he's like fifth, I guess. On no, not fifth, but like he's tied for third with most three pointers made in the game. So he'll be known for that. But at least his name is somewhere in history, right? Facts. Other than being, other than playing for LeBron. So amen to that. <laughs> but yeah, I've noticed that like Delonte West is starting for this team at that because I think um, Booby Gibson had gotten hurt previously. Yeah. Ben Wallace was starting. Wally Zerbiak was key off the bench, and along with um, no, Wally Zerbiak was actually starting too, and Joe Smith was they said a key um, big off the bench for them because he could shoot. So, yeah, he did all right this game. Not gonna lie, he did okay. Yeah, but that's horrible roster, bro. It's <laughs> horrible. Oh, And then, um, yeah, we see Paul Pierce here, goes to the locker room. He gets a strained quad. It's an actual legit injury. Interesting choice here for the, um, the halftime interview, um, Eddie House. Two points, one rebound, 10 minutes. But he did provide some spark off the bench, provide some energy, some key energy for the team. So there he is diving for the loose ball. Actually, let me run that back real quick. Let's watch this real quick. Energy-wise, well, we don't want to lose. You know, we have a goal of, of winning the championship. Mm-hmm. And the only way you do that is stay alive and win mm-hmm. this game seven and go on to the Eastern Conference Finals. And so, gotta leave everything out on the court. We got the rest of the day to rest. We got tomorrow to rest and get ready for Detroit if we get this win. So we gotta leave it all on the floor, and that's what our focus is. And I think it's like that from top to bottom. You know, Cleveland—they've struggled, but they're really not. Hmm. I mean, he's a big part of that team too. Especially, he did his part. Yeah, he did. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say and disrespect him. I'm pretty. Was he the one that was killing? What's his name? And someone slapped him. Yeah, he was killing yeah. Rafer Alston on the Magic. Like he just pop, kept popping three after three on him, and then he just and Rafer Alston just like smacked him. He's he like, he's tired. Right. Him. 
That's how you even bust somebody, yeah? That's just, you know, I had to cry, bro. I swear. Because he was really killing him. That's the worst part. He was he really murdering was. him that game. He baked him. He baked him, like, disgustingly that game. So I was really crying that game. But shout out to him, though. I, he definitely had some good games. He will be known for playing for the Celtics like that. But he will be known for that clip right there. Facts. It's facts. But, um, okay, so we get to halftime. They go over LeBron's stats. In the series, he's actually, I don't, I don't want to say struggling because these are still pretty good numbers. But, I mean, if he's, this is LeBron struggling. Imagine how he would have done if he played, like, actually really well. So, um, he had, um, he's, um, for the series, he was averaging 23.7 points per game, but only shooting 33% from the field. So, wasn't good there. Um, did average 6.7 rebounds and 7.8 assists. So he was out there still grabbing boards, dishing and whatnot. So he did his part. But in this game today, he had um, 23 points so far at halftime, 7 for 15 from the field, one rebound and one assist. So he wasn't really sharing the ball well. And here we go with, I think, Paul Pierce pick and roll that I was looking for. So let's get into that real quick. Just your TV set. It's just smoky. It has nothing to do with Paul Pierce being on fire. He got it off the pull-up. Then he ran the pick and roll to perfection here. Another mid-range J. Again, stringing out Ilgauskas. LeBron James has a little trouble negotiating the screen and gets it a fortunate bounce. And then this, a very improved Paul Pierce, ball handling-wise. Sees the hard show, splits the show, takes it to the rim, and finishes with his left hand, 26 points in the first half. He tweaked an ankle at the end of the first half. And I feel like a lot of people today, they just like to make fun of Paul Pierce because of, of course, the video that came out recently. But, like, he has this tendency to, like, look for the hot take, I guess, on um, when, he's com- when, he's, um, when he's playing the role of analyst on NBA, on um, ESPN, on Countdown, on NBA Countdown. He likes to play... I don't know if y'all remember when he said that um, he was a better player than D Wade, and um, he's a better wing shooter than Clay Thompson. I mean, he he loves to search for the hot takes, so that's why he gets clowned on a lot. But like, I feel like that takes away from his like actual legacy as a basketball player. Which I mean, we see it here in this game. Like, I was thinking to myself, is this is this Paul Pierce's best performance? Because I don't know. I feel like this is definitely one of his best performances. Not bad. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah, it's definitely up there. And the main reason I put it up there is because they won a championship. So definitely, if you won a championship, one of his best performances. How much had this game? Forty something. Like definitely. Forty one. It's it's something he'll be remembered for. So. Because I mean. He, yeah, I f- definitely feel like uh, him talking the way he does, like as an analyst, it overlooks a lot of the stuff he did. And like, honestly, if he didn't speak on his career as if like he was like you know crazy, I mean, that's just the media as well. As well, and I feel like you know in today's day and age, you can't just be out here saying things like you better than D Wade. And like, also with like his farewell tour, people wasn't really like respect. Nobody really respected his farewell tour like that. And like. He kind of did have like a rough. Shout out to Draymond. Like facts. <laughs> they also they had this. He had like this rough decline, kind of. Because yeah, like he it wasn't went to a Wizards. graceful. Yeah. It wasn't a graceful decline because he kept. He, he basically became a journeyman towards the end of yeah. his career. That's and a once fact. you go out like that, it's like you're not going to be remembered. Because like we, the way we, the, the reason why we remember Kobe's 
farewell so much is because he was with the team that drafted him, and then he went out on like such a high note because like he he dropped the sixty point game. They won the game. I mean, they didn't go to the playoffs or anything, but it was still a memorable moment because like he hit like clutch baskets towards the end and all that. So mm-hmm. definitely, I, I mean, the same effect kind of happened with like a little bit with Vince Carter. I mean, we kind of like Vince Carter's with like his farewell tour, but like. It was kind of cheapened too, because he kind of had this kind of like. Yeah, he he, he became climb. a journeyman too, towards the end of his career. So, and what you call? Um, I found this um website from um I found this article from NBC Sports Boston, and they list this game seven as the best Paul Pierce game. So, I feel like it is too. I can't remember a better Paul Pierce moment than this. Definitely one of his top moments, like I said. Definitely one of his top moments. But continue, bro. Yeah, because I'm seeing all these other moments in the playoffs. They're, like, from 2001, 2000, 2002, and 2003. And they didn't go on to win the championship that year. So I feel like what makes this moment the top moment is because it's during a championship run, and we know that they went on to win the championship after. So we feel like this game probably played a significant role. Because if he doesn't have this 41, I mean, when you look around at the box score of this game, um, it's not pretty with the rest of the Celtics team. How how bad we talking? Cause um, hold up, two thousand eight game seven, two thousand eight game seven. Um, we got um, Paul Pierce leading scorer of course with forty one. Next leading scorer is Kevin Garnett with thirteen on five for thirteen shooting. Ish. And then the next leading score after that is P.J. Brown. Shout out P.J. Brown, yo. P.J. Brown. He joined this team in, like, the middle of the season, played 18 games for them, and had his best game probably this game. Five points. I mean, 10 points, six rebounds in 20 minutes, four for four shooting. I mean, and those were the only – those were the three guys on the Celtics in double figures, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and P.J. Brown. So if Paul Pierce doesn't go off for forty-one, we're looking at that maybe Cavs win this one because the rest of the team was struggling. Perfect. It's so crazy how they struggle with a whack team though. Like <laughs> that's 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 the sad part to me. And they brag so much. Y'all struggling with LeBron James and his big man. That's it. <laughs> Not even with his big man, bro. I mean, his I big man even. Do LeBron, no, it was the dynamic duo of LeBron James and Delonte West. Those are the only two guys on the Cavs that scored in double figures. LeBron no, had 45. LeBron and, and his was... pops. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. See, I didn't want to say it because I was like, that's a little pocket, but all right, Kevin. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. LeBron, if you actually listen to this, I know that's not your father. It's a jokey <laughs> joke, bro. All right? Just understand it's a jokey joke, bro. I'm sorry about that. But yeah, Delonte West and LeBron. Bro. 45 for LeBron, and then Delonte West with 15. Next leading score after that is Ilgowskis with eight. So that tells you all you need to know about. It was a that rough game. game. <laughs> like, come on, bro. <laughs> bro, like eight points, like, though. Yo. Like, yeah. you got to do better than that. <laughs> like, for real. Like, you just really got to do better than that. <laughs> 
Like, bro, you're getting minutes, bro. Like, you can't be out there just like. Bro, they was literally player. out there just running and grabbing boards, some of these guys. Not even, bro, not even grabbing boards because KG had like eight, but like. <laughs> Yo, killing. Bro, killing, hey, KG bro. had 13, 13 boards, yeah. Yeah, like, come on. Bro. Let me see who was in double figures for rebounds for the Cavs. Nobody. Bro, like, <laughs> look at that, bro. Like, you can't. Nah, the rebounding edge in this game was definitely on Boston's side. Like, they were just killing them on the, on the boards. Oh, damn. You know what's crazy? I think at halftime, it was either at halftime or, like, some point, and like, either at the end of first quarter or second quarter, they stopped to speak to Mike Brown. And he's like, yeah, he's just telling his teammates to box out. And it's like, clearly, they're not, <laughs> they not boxing listening. They're not yeah. listening. <laughs> That's that's yeah. Cavaliers culture though, bro. Losing culture. They're like, nah, we're really gonna box out. <laughs> no game. We won't let KG kill. And that's it. It's a fact. We're gonna hope LeBron bring us home. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> we're gonna hope LeBron <laughs> give us fifty points tonight. If not, you know, we're gonna have to just hit the L. But like he literally almost did hit fifty points and it still wasn't even enough. I mean they did lose by five, so maybe if he did get fifty, they would have tied it, maybe. But like who knows on the other side, maybe KG, I'm mean, not KG, but Paul Pierce. Hits another couple baskets or something. So or someone scores like four more points. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like anybody, can you please score a basket? Jeez. But yeah, we had um Big Z didn't even get going until the third quarter where he hit some shots and then they cut the lead to three. Then um mm-hmm. Braun starts to get going with some jumpers. Him and Paul Pierce start to go. I don't back and think forth. I'm not gonna lie, Big Z don't deserve that na- name if he didn't have over ten boards. <laughs> no, nah, we, don't, we, don't, we don't call him Cubsy. We don't call him Cubsy for the, for today. Cubsy, because ain't no way you seven three and you're not getting ten boards a game, bro. You're no, that's a fact. Minutes. That's a you're fact. paying minutes, so you ain't no Big Z. You Cubsy, bro. At this point, that's disgusting. For real, it's Ben Wallace out there, like, come on, bro. There's no reason why you got Ben Wallace and a seven three center out there, and you you got KG boarding y'all up like that. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Like simple, bro. Ben, 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 just scare everybody away, bro. Galskis <laughs> go get a board, bro. <laughs> go get a go. board. Here's Galskis stats <laughs> to the third quarter. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, <laughs> he play? For our, for our visual for our um, audio listeners this week, four points, four rebounds on two for seven shooting. Third, um, oh, in the Z. third quarter with oh. seven <laughs> minutes and 19 seconds to go. <laughs> that is not no big Z, to bro. To be fair, though, I will come to his nah, defense. Nah, none of that. To come to his defense, the, the way that... I won't excuse his boards, but I will excuse his scoring because he was supposed to be, I think, another option to because he could shoot. Like everybody knows he could shoot. But like the way Cleveland was just like finding him on offense, they weren't finding him in his spots. So I will come to his defense on that. The four boards, I cannot excuse though. He has to get more boards. You're seven foot three. This is Porzingis timing. Sorry for any of Mavs fans that's listening. But this is Porzingis timing. The four boards being seven that's foot real. three. And you starting too, bro. I don't want to hear that, bro. Four boards, bro. That's 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 kind of sad. <laughs> Where? One, hey, even Ron, bro. How much rebounds did Rondo have? Rondo. <laughs> um, Rondo had um eight board eight boards. Bro, in this game. <laughs> how, bro? 
come, bro. That's sad, bro. That's sad. That's sad. Ilgowskis <laughs> finished the game with five rebounds. So you get outboarded by the opposing team's point guard. That says a lot, bro. That's just the and you, want, you, and you, you got people hey, hey, you it's, see, a, bro. it's a Cleveland trend, bro. It's a Cleveland trend. Because we got Tristan Thompson getting oh. out, out-rebounded by Steph Curry in the finals. <laughs> Bro, Steph had, like shit, 12, Steph had, like, what, like, 12 boards in the game against the, the Cavs? Like, bro. <laughs> How you letting bro. Steph outboard you like that? I and love Steph, crazy, too, so. It's just sad. You can't be doing that. You really can't. <laughs> Son, I'm trying to find this back it, and though, forth like, between... Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. I mean, not Kevin Garnett. Um, Paul Pierce and LeBron. All right. It's like this sequence right here, I believe. LeBron hits a three. James hits a three. Oh, that man, superstar here this afternoon. Here we go. Midway through the third. James hits a three. That's his first three-pointer here in Boston. He'd been really struggling from downtown on the road. 0 for 17 until that one. Rondo, the floater. Logowskis nearly taken away. If you're Doc Rivers, you got to think about Eddie House again here pretty soon for energy and offense. Nice save from Pierce. Even the hustle plays for the Celtic captain. Here's the double. Pierce, he's feeling it. Paul Pierce lighting it up with 33. Timeout, Cavaliers. Rico, you was laughing. I mean. Bro, because it was funny to watch, bro. Because it's like. <laughs> bro, I, it's crazy because not, not just that play, but Delonte West and a couple other people, bro. It's like. They were just throwing bad passes too. Like it was real sloppy out there, bro. Like on some nah, things, like when Delonte was just drove th- past two people and just like lost it. Like he just like lost it. Like no one did anything. He just lost it. Just it's like, bro, this is game bro. seven. Game seven, bro. That's like you can't be doing that. They had no type of urgency, bro. It was like Braun. Braun was just like, yo, all right, bro, just pass me the ball. <laughs> let me do something. <laughs> let me see the rock real quick. All right. Yeah, let me get, get out my way. <laughs> this, that was Cavaliers' offense, though. <laughs> Give LeBron a ball and get out the way. That's a fact. Like the only people on the Cleveland Cavaliers that had a positive plus-minus: Sasha Pavlovich, Anderson Vergeau, Damon Jones. LeBron just had a zero in the plus-minus, and so did Ilgowskis, which I found very weird. But Paul Pierce was a plus ten. Kevin Garnett was a plus eight. Rondo was a minus eight. Ray Allen was a plus three, even though he was very ineffective in this game. Um, plus seven for Kendrick Perkins. Uh, minus five for Posey. PJ Brown was a zero. Eddie House was a plus 13. And Leon Poe was a minus three in this game. Both, both teams went with a nine-man rotation. Wait, yeah, nine-man. Yep, nine-man rotation. Hmm. So we got um, Delonte West finally starts to get going as we skip ahead to um, about a minute left in the third. 
he starts to get going with some shots. Mm, okay. I mean, that's the best time, I guess. <laughs> Hold on, go back real quick. Hold on, go back real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more. Yeah, stop right there. Oh, yeah. Ben like, Wallace. You see, that, you see what I'm talking about? 19 <laughs> minutes, bro. Four rebounds. Like, if you're, if you, I understand, you know, not everybody is a scorer, but like, come on, bro. Do you your part. Do exactly. your part. Grab a board. Do your part. Do your <laughs> part that you were like traded to the team to do. Like literally, all they ask Ben Wallace to do is get rebounds and play defense. They they don't be like, "Yo, Ben Wallace, get us twenty tonight." They don't exactly. say that. They don't say that because they know exactly. you're not gonna get it. <laughs> but they be like, "Ben Wallace, like, can you get like calm ten rebounds?" Because we know in your day we used to get like calm like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Can you get us like ten, maybe like exactly. nine? And then play some great defense on Kevin Garnett. Exactly. Don't just hack him every time. That's what all he was doing, bro. Everybody was just picking up fouls. Bro, I think ben Wallace was just Beverly. over it. Ben Wallace. Nah, he just saw Patrick Beverly, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm hearing. Black Air Force kid right there. <laughs> no, but, like, come on. Like, he really do look like Pat Bev right here. I'm not even going to hold you, like, with the fro just looking crazy. But, like... Yeah, like just play your part and play it well. And if you can't do that, then I don't know, man. Because, but yeah, let's skip to about. Um, here we go. Kevin Garnett, look at him. He's do like he's struggling to score, but he's still getting these rebounds. Still playing good defense. Here he is, seven points, three for eight shooting, eleven rebounds. So he's doing his part. And let's get to some Delonte West. Not even baskets, because like the first first amount points of him scoring were like from the free throw line. He got fouled here. So here's him at the free throw line, of course. Then he hits a three after I think a LeBron drive. Here it is. And he is a shoot. James hands it off. West for three. Hits it. Delonte West from downtown. And it's a four-point game. Talk about the high IQ of LeBron James also. He sets who's ready to play, who's ready to make shots, makes a play for West. The former Celtic coming up big. He's the only other Cav in double figures. Only other Cav in double figures. And it, it, it remained that way for the rest of the game. Like, hmm. That's disgusting, really. Yeah, it's but. A, um, it's a sad thing to see. It is. Very. But yeah, Ray Allen continued to struggle course ended the game as we said before with like I remember how much points it was ended the game with four points shout out Ray Allen shout out Ray Allen he he could have done a lot better though like I mean even though even though uh LeBron really had no help and it was a close game. We could also make the same argument just for the Celtics' sake and their legacy. Oh, yeah, of course. Ray Allen ain't show up, really. So, I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because, like, Ray Allen is one of those members of this big three that does not get held accountable at all. I think I I didn't get to read Ray Allen's book in depth yet because I have his book. But I know he had, like, some beef with Rondo. And maybe that had something to do with it, maybe. The lack of accountability being held for Ray Allen, maybe. I think he's the only, I think everyone else, like, 
like whenever you see like the big three, like it's always like Rondo, KG, and like Pierce. You never you barely you never see Ray Allen with them in like their little group interviews and like their little shows nope. and stuff they like don't, that. They don't bangs with him. It's, yeah. I don't think it has to do with the big three, but I think it has to do with when he left to go to Miami. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, there's a lot of things that Oh, that must have hurt their feelings for sure. Oh, it did. Because they, oh, they were yeah. like, oh, we're trying to beat Braun. And then here you go. You go and join him. And that's the same energy everybody had against. Not the same energy because it's like Ray Allen's not the same level of star as KD is. But mm-hmm. it was like that same type of thing. Because like Ray Allen and the Celtics, they kept facing the heat couple, like year after year after year. And then my, Miami kept beating them. And then Ray Allen just dipped and joined them. So That is facts. That is true, cause they definitely like after LeBron, like literally, yeah. After LeBron went to Miami, that's that was matchups, and then LeBron was just getting his revenge, and then Ray Allen was just like, you know what, bro, I'm gonna pop out. <laughs> so we got um, nah, and I will ring. That's why. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. He wasn't trying to go. He wasn't trying to. He wasn't trying to go out with the rest of them with just one. <laughs> build build his legacy up. Facts. Exactly. But um, let's skip ahead here to here we go. I the ball is to close out this game. Anything else is inexcusable. Get the ball to Pierce. Pierce on a drive on the pull up. It's good. I feel like that is Paul Pierce's signature Pierce. move. Not the step back. Not the step back, but like that double hezzy that he does, and then he does like a sidestep and then pulls. I feel like that's his signature. I don't think the step back is his because he said the step back is his signature move. I don't think that's his signature move. I think that right there, what we saw for our visual, not visual, I keep saying that, for our audio listeners, that um, Paul Pierce did a double hesitation dribble and then pulled right in LeBron's face, step into the side. That definitely is his like his move is definitely like that little like hesitation thing. Yeah, the hundred percent. He does that little two dribble and mm-hmm. he just runs at yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I agree. And that's a that's a super effective move because he always used to do it and it was like always always cash. That's a fact. I mean he had a jumper back in his prime. He did. He nah, just he just had a jump shirt. He just was not athletic. Probably one of the more unathletic small forwards you've ever seen. Yeah, he's always known as like the guy that's like super slow with everything and everything like that. So, yeah. Even his form was slow. Like all his like pull ups, like in terms of like his set shot. Yeah, he had a set a set shot essentially. If you literally think about it, yeah, really he didn't really shoot that fast. No, and you're coaching in this league. It's what's working. Well, Paul Pierce is what's working. Get him the ball and get out of his way. James and Pierce going back and forth at each other. James will try another three. Knocks it down. Back-to-back threes for LeBron James. And it's 83-80. Look at that defense. Garnett they didn't even get back down, and Garnett gets an easy basket. I would absolutely obliterate. It's game seven. That's the saddest part. And then Jeff Van Gundy, as, we, as I just paused it, he said, I would absolutely obliterate my teammates if they didn't get back on defense after a made basket. Like, just in the finals, though. Yeah, 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 game seven, though, bro. Like, this is the go hard or go home. And it's like, ah, I might make it back with LeBron next year. Um, Let's play. 
<laughs> but yeah, I noticed with um the Celtics, their crunch time lineups were like weird. But I guess Rivers was just going with whatever was flowing at the moment. So um, with about like three minutes left, um, the lineup out on the court was Rondo, Pierce, Garnett, James Posey, and P.J. Brown. So he wasn't going with like Ray Allen or he wasn't going with um, Kendrick Perkins or anything like that. He was just going with whoever was flowing at the moment. And James Posey and P.J. Brown were definitely who was flowing at the moment. As we noted earlier, P.J. Brown. P.J. Brown actually started to get going in this in this game, and he actually hits a clutch basket later on. I'm not to show. But um, for the Cavs, their, their crunch time lineup is the same as um, – it wasn't nothing special, nothing hot. Braun, um, Delonte West, Sasha Pavlovich, um, Ben Wallace, and quote-unquote Big Z. No, Cub Z. <laughs> but, yeah um, – Let's skip ahead to about um Let's skip ahead to look at this fool. <laughs> ben was just laid out on the floor. But um yeah, they had, they dealt with foul trouble. There were like four guys with like four fouls on the calves. It was like ridiculous at one point. For real, they were just out there picking up fouls. And Ben Wallace was just hacking and just hacking. It's like, why? And it, and it's baby fouls too, bro. It's like they trying to box out and they just pushing. They just pushing. They them. just they pushing not... people. Like if you get in position, you have to push, bro. I promise. I promise. Bro, they just they sold him out. That's just they just sold him out. It's, it's whatever though. <laughs> And here's, 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 here's Kevin Garnett. All down the stretch, a little dream shake. Goals baseline, knocks it down. Celtics loving it. And KG says, this is my house. Baking Ben Wallace. Baking him. Give him a little dream shake. It was like, ah, ah. And then just. Ah, 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 ah. And just cashed it over him. Like, yo. Baking that, man. All game. LeBron just over here just. Like, I. I, I know Braun Braun was pulling in this game. Three for eleven from three. He was pulling. Cause he yeah. was just like, yo, I gotta win this game. Cause like there ain't no way I'm I'm going home like this. That boy had no choice. Oh, D. Imagine, imagine if LeBron if LeBron gave up son, this they like got blown up by like twenty plus, bro. What forty? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Right, we got Big Z at the free throw line here. And then, all right, here we go. Here's the play I was talking about. Here's LeBron. And again, the ball's going to be in Rondo's hands because Delonte West is going to roam right now. In a series that has featured tough defense and some rough shooting, guys are making shots. James with the steal. Here he goes. And James makes it a one-point game with 220 to play. LeBron was just like, give me that cookies and was out. And this was the closest that Cleveland was for, like, the rest of, like, they never got this close ever again after this. Uh, I mean, we didn't, I didn't, listen, the fact that the Celtics struggle with them still amazes me. <laughs> you, that they got a 7-3 big who caught four rebounds for the third quarter. You telling me you got to go to game seven with that? How much, how much did Cubs he average? For the series? For the series. Yeah. I actually, 
Don't know. I'm about to find that out right now. And it better be over 10. This better has been one bad game. And if he has zero games with over 10 rebounds, I just I just can't. Alright, so for the series, for the series, for the series, um, Big Z averaged about twelve points and seven, about eight rebounds. The actual numbers mm. were eleven point nine points per game and seven point seven rebounds per game. Right. Average one point three blocks per game, though. You see, that's not, in terms of like his stat line to his overall performance. It's not too off, but at the same time, I feel like in every other game, he was more of a factor. I feel like he wasn't a factor. It's game seven. That's where it matters the most. And if you don't show up in game seven, that's what's going to be remembered forever. That's a fact. Not sure. Game seven is definitely do matter the most. And he he averaged about 30 minutes a game. So Mm -hmm. Delonte West, I didn't even know he played heavy minutes like this. Averaged 38.7 minutes per game in this series. Sheesh. I mean, it's probably because what's the name was out. Because of um, Booby. Yeah. I don't even know how many games Booby played. I don't even know how nice Booby was. He played, he played five games. He was a solid three-point shooter. I'll give you that. <laughs> solid three-point shooter. But in this series, he shot 33% from three. But sheesh, LeBron, 23% from three in this series. Yeah. It was forcing him to take that shot. That's what I was saying. Like he, like he had yep. to get his jump shot. Like after this series, he was probably like, "Yeah, I gotta get in the gym and I gotta get this jump shot." Like he's fishing. Facts. Like they wasn't letting him go to the lane like that. I mean, he still got to the lane, but like once he get that jump shot, it was a wrap. Facts. But yeah, um, this series, um. KG and Paul Pierce, they did their thing, averaging about 19 points each. Um, it was Ray Allen that did not show up this series. And, yeah. So, um, back to the analysis. Okay. So, um, after that um, after that steal and dunk by LeBron, um, Doc Rivers goes for a more defense – no, more offensive lineup putting Eddie House in and Ray Allen in for Rondo and James Posey. I don't know why, because Eddie House and Ray Allen basically didn't do anything for this game for the most part, especially offensively-wise. Like, I don't know why you put those guys in for offense at that point. But, yeah, let's actually – let me skip ahead to the next play because – Cleveland doesn't Boston doesn't score again until about here, I believe. Pierce, House. Brown the jump shot. Puts it in. PJ Brown, the unlikely hero. And the Celtics go up by three with 121 remaining. What a performance. PJ Brown hitting clutch shots for the Boston Celtics. I don't want to hear this team ever talk again, all right? I don't want to hear them ever talk again. I don't want to hear Kendrick Perkins, no Rondo, no Pierce, no Garnett, none of them. I don't want to hear none of them talk again. P.J. Brown over here bailing y'all out in situations like this. Sad, bro. It's like you'd have thought, like, at least some, like someone else would be taking that shot. You just got P.J. Brown taking it, and it's like, he could have very well missed that shot. And then if he missed that, bro, Brown is coming down, and that's a bucket. 
<laughs> and it's just like, come on. They definitely got to stop all that talk they've been doing for real. That's a fact. But, um... Braun, um, Rivers makes the another, makes the switch again, switching out Eddie House and Ray Allen for Rondo and Posey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Braun gets a wide open look for three. Actually, you know what? Let me just show it because better than me explaining it. Let's see if I can find it. Here we go. You need a stop. James, they get out of his hands. Delonte West, no good. Rebound, fought for, scrambled for, and they're going to call a jump ball. Good hustle. You see how LeBron found Delonte West perfect, wide open, top of the three key, look for three, and he just bricks it. That happens, though. but um... It happens, but it's like... Bro, all chips on the table. You got to hit this basket, bro. It's game That's seven. True, we got one minute to go. We down by three. This would have tied the game. That's instead, instead after this, this is what happens. All right, so we see that they, they get on the floor, jump ball, right? All right. Mm-hmm. Let's see what Big Z does when he um if he wins the tip. And watch Kevin Garnett overpower Pavlovich and try to steal this jump ball as Elgoskis goes up and most likely will win the tip. And he's looking right at LeBron James. <laughs> Posey trying to get a head start. Elgoskis on the second tip. Pierce comes up with it and calls timeout. He gets the timeout. So Elgoskis gets <laughs> Bro, this is literally when LeBron was like, you know, I'm I'm out. Like this is. I'm it. almost out. I'm almost yeah, out. Almost two, out. But two years later, <laughs> that's when he's like, "I'm out officially." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Time to go. Time to go. Look. But like, bro, he's not having it. Ilgowskis gets the gets the tip, taps it right to Paul Pierce. <laughs> Yo. But that's supposed to be Big Z, right? Big bomb. Bro, you, bro, you're seven three, bro. There's no way you had, bro. You. Once you're seven three, bro, I feel like there's just the excuses things, are limited at that point. The excuses are limited at that point. There's a limited amount of excuses that we can make for you because you're so big. That's a fact. Dude. Like you're just mad tall, like bro. Like all you gotta do, bro. Like plus you have a wingspan too, so it's like, bro, all you really gotta do is just slightly jump and tip it to the person right in play. I don't know, bro. Like. <laughs> Sellouts, man. Sellouts for real. All right, so they get the timeout. Um, they show the replay. We don't need to see that. Show the replay again to just remind everybody how stupid he is. <laughs> but um, they foul. No, what do they do? Ah, uh, here we go. do with 18.8 seconds they remaining. Ray Allen. Three in transition okay. right here to tie it. LeBron has a chance to tie it. And get a two for one. Now he's attacking Ben Wallace. Goes, for the, the, goes for the tough layup instead of shooting the three. I mean, we know he's not a jump shooter, but they give you the three. You At that point, you got to kind of take it. I feel like you got to take it. So, we see, so right there, we see that he um 
He drives in, goes for the goes for a tough layup. He's looking for the foul. They're not gonna give it to him. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Um and then they foul Ray and Allen. Not enough offense. Allen, He's forced to take an off-balance jump shot. I agree with you. Hits the free throws. They go up five. Um, then Pierce fouls Bron. He misses the first um, free throw, makes the second. Typical LeBron. They foul Eddie House. He hits the free throws. Bron hits Pavlovich in the corner for three. He hits it. And then Pierce hits free throws, and it's basically game over at that point. Um... Final stat lines for the for the um for the game. Braun forty five points on fourteen for twenty nine shooting from the field. Three for eleven from three. Fourteen of nineteen from free throws. So he missed out on five points at the free throw line. That would have been a fifty ball right there. Um, six assists, five rebounds, two steals. Pierce finishes the game forty one points, thirteen for twenty three from the field, four for six from three point. 11 for 22, 11 for 12 from free throw, five assists, four rebounds, two steals. And um, yeah, so now I want to get into comparing the 2008 Cavs with the 2018 Cavs. And let's start with, we don't need to start with um, LeBron because of course that's the common denominator there, but um Let's see. Roster. Eric Snow was on this team? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't play because I ain't see him. 2018 Cleveland. Oh, you know he played and ain't do nothing. True. <laughs> True. That's how the culture is. 2018 Cavs roster. Okay. So we had, um, ooh. It's a fun roster to look at. Okay. All right, so let's go with the guards. So we got Booby Gibson, Damon Jones, um, and Delonte West. Those are like the point guards. Now let's look at the point guards that were on the 2018 Cavs. We got um, George Hill. And Jose Calderon. And do we consider Jordan Clarkson a point guard? I think he's a shooting guard. All right. So then it's just Jose Calderon and, and, and George Hill. So who we think has the edge, 2018 or 2008? Um, I want to say 2018, but Jose Calderon was really a shadow of himself that year. Yeah, he was not Jose Calderon from, like, Toronto or anything like that. I give it to him just because of George Hill, because I don't think Damon Jones and like everyone else really showed up like that. At least George, I mean George only showed up either, but like I, I'd rather take it George Hill than the Damon Jones kind of. I mean, we see what George Hill does when the ball is in his hands, though. Like, look at him on the Bucks now. Like, yeah, that boy be hooping and he old. That's a fact. All right, so for the two the two guards, let's go to two thousand and eight. Hey yo. My phone him it does this. Um we got um two guards. Devin Brown, um, Sasha Pavlovich, Wally Zerbiak, and yeah. And then for the 2018 Cavs, we got um Rodney Hood, Kyle Corver, Jordan Clarkson, and J.R. Smith. 
<laughs> definitely 2018 again. Yeah, 2018 got that one. All right, now we go into the forwards. It's really sparse with the forwards. We got LeBron, and we got Zerbiak, and I guess, nah, I saved those guys for centers. But yeah, it's just LeBron and Zerbiak at the forward spots. Hmm. But they played a lot of um. They played a lot of um, Verjao and stuff at the four. Verjao and Ben Wallace at the four because of um Zidrinus. Mm-hmm. Um. So then we go to the forwards on this team. We got um Jeff Green, Kevin Love, Larry Nance, Chetty Osman, Tristan Thompson. And LeBron, of course. Um, I mean, I wouldn't even want to count Tristan Thompson because he's big playing center. True, true, and, true, true. And then, uh, and then like, and then, all right. So then, save Tristan Thompson for center, then. Yeah, and then Kevin Love. I mean, we know what Kevin Love is capable of, but he didn't really show up that series. I think. But definitely 2018, though, again, in terms yeah. of, like... Centers, and then centers for um, 2008, we got, of course, quote-unquote Big Z, Anderson Virgil, and Ben Wallace. And then for 2018, we got... Um, we got Tristan Thompson. I will say... I'll take a bearish out over that Tristan Thompson Loki. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think 2018 overall just has the edge. Just just because there's like more players that you 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 are sort of they're they're sort of more reliable. Yeah. They kind of like showed up a little they like they have a tendency to show up when they want to versus as like because remember, yeah. when, when 2018, after they made all those trades, I mean, everybody was hyping up the Cavs like, yo, they about to beat the Warriors. They got all the pieces they need. And they beat Boston and OKC those first two games. And everybody was right back on the, the Cleveland Express, riding them till mm-hmm. the end of the season. And then as soon as playoffs came, everybody just started to doubt them. <laughs> so I, I will say that about 2018 Cavs, that they, they were – they were better assembled around LeBron than 2008. Facts. I could say that. Um, another question I had, uh, we already answered it. The best Paul Pierce performance. Um, and I said, is young Rondo the best Rondo? No ego, just hooping. Yeah, because that's when Rondo was like. Before, I mean, Rondo- before he was known for like the triple doubles and all that. This was him before, like his 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 prime prime. Yeah, uh, you talking about so like the young Rondo versus the current Rondo? Like, like which which version of Rondo is the best? Oh, which version? Yeah, I'd say around the two thousand eight to two thousand eleven range. Yeah, that's definitely like his good years. He's rocking the phone posits and stuff. Yeah. So like, yeah, that was definitely his best. Because then after that, after those years, that's when he started to get the ego. And then the Chris Paul beef, <laughs> son. Oh man, Rondo, Rondo, Rondo. Now everybody hates him. Why though? I mean, because he be stinking it up on the Lakers. 
You know how Lakers fans be. But at the same time. You know how Braun fans be. Bro, but it's Rondo, bro. Did you think Rondo was about to go out there and start (laughs) shooting, bro? Like, like, that's what I be be talking about. Like, that's that's another thing with, like, LeBron fan bases. Like, they be They have unrealistic expectations for for the players that they pick up, like, you got to know, like, this player is meant for this role. Like, I would have loved to see how the rest of the season played out if, like, they thought Deion Waiters was going to be, like, the second coming of J.R. Smith or something like that and be, like, pulling all these ridiculous threes and making them and stuff like that. Like, if Deion Waiters did not come out here and, like, drop, like, 15 a game or something, I feel like LeBron fans would, like, crucify him because it's, like... Oh, they would have fried him. Like, I'm not going to, like, bro, I wanted to see Deion Waiters suit up, bro. If you just, bro, that would have been funny, bro. Like, that yeah. was, that was, he was literally about to be the like the second JR, and we did, the league needed that, bro. <laughs> we definitely did, cause son, who knows when whenever we get back to basketball, how that's gonna look, and if Dion is gonna be in shape anymore, cause we know how he get. Now we're in edibles and just <laughs> taking taking days off, <laughs> taking pictures on yachts, you know, just regular stuff. I mean, nothing nothing notable happened else this week in the NBA because it's like, I'm trying to think, what happened this week that was, like, memorable or funny? Like, last week when we was talking about Jamal Murray and whatnot because... Oh, yeah, I don't think... It, no, I think... I think... Nah, it was a quiet week, not gonna lie. Yeah... No one got themselves in trouble. In fact, at least, yeah, you don't see something crazy probably this week. Thanks. All right, so that's it for this week's episode, I guess. Covered 2008 Celtics. I don't know who we're going to do next next, next game. What team? Make sure y'all follow the Twitter page. I'm sort of active on the Twitter page at Pod. But check that out. We might announce what game we'll do next week. And that's it. Peace. Finally got it in.